You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Far and Away, Part 3, by Lisa on Gossamer. Rating, Mature. Time casts a spell on you. You won't forget me. Mulder really didn't think it would happen again, but it did. He didn't plan for it to happen. Not at all. Diana had been trying her best to start their relationship up again. It didn't work the first time, so it sure as hell wasn't going to get better the second time around. Part of him thought that maybe Scully would come back, not take that job with the CDC. But it had been almost six months, and she must be happy there. It's not like he didn't try to contact her. He did. Well, almost. Countless times he picked up the phone, only to hear her soft voice on the other end of the line. He couldn't bring himself to say anything. She was the one who wanted to leave, and he would just be making it harder on himself by trying to rekindle something that wasn't there in the first place. Except for that one night. Mulder tried to think of it as saying goodbye. One hell of a goodbye. Did he really think she would stay with him for the rest of her life? Diana was comforting him after a case. It seemed like a routine missing persons case, except all the victims were young women between the ages of 30 and 35 years old. Mulder was desperately trying to find a connection between the women. Every time he thought he found something, another factor would pop up that had to be ruled out. Some of the women were raped, some weren't. Some had red hair, some didn't. Some fought back, others didn't. The last victim looked so much like Scully. She had red hair very similar to hers, beautiful skin, beautiful blue eyes. He kept thinking if that happened to Scully, he wouldn't be able to deal with something that horrific. It would destroy him. Mulder had no one to turn to except for Diana. She knew that, and he did too. It just happened. All of a sudden, he was in a relationship again. The familiarity was comforting in a way. Now Diana had all but moved in with him. She was very professional at work. No one had any idea they were personally involved. Since they were partners, using only one car was believable, and the office was downstairs in the basement, so arriving together was hardly even noticed. Mulder wondered if that could have happened with Scully. If she'd stayed, could they hide it? Assuming there would have been a relationship to conceal. The sex was good with Diana, but nowhere near the passion and tenderness he felt for Scully. Hampton's Inn, Manassas, Virginia. So, you bored yet? Robin asked as she opened the door to her hotel room and proceeded to flop down on the bed. Scully followed her friend into the room. I don't know how much more I can take, she confessed. At least it's only one more day. Let's go out to dinner, Robin suggested. It'll make us feel better. Why not, Scully replied. Give me 10 minutes to change. No problem. Robin headed into the bathroom. Just knock on my door when you're ready, she called through the closed door. Scully had been apprehensive during this whole trip, afraid that she'd run into Mulder and it would be awkward. Part of her wanted to see him again, just to know that he was doing all right. She changed into a sleeveless lavender dress and grabbed a sweater in case it was cold in the restaurant or wherever they were going. Maybe she was too dressed up. Sometimes she got bored with the business look. Slowly, she was trying to change her wardrobe from the dark colored suits 
to dresses and skirts. During her time at the FBI, it wasn't really an issue, but now she welcomed change in all its forms. The Olive Garden Restaurant, Falls Church, Virginia. The Italian eatery was a popular spot in the small town. The restaurant was separated by archways leading into rooms, each with its own Italian name. Plants set upon the top of the stone borders, dividing off sections, and also offered a little privacy to the dining parties. Soft music drifted from above and added to the ambiance of the establishment. The crowd was light tonight, mostly couples, but a few families were enjoying a rare weeknight outing with their young children. Waiters and waitresses scurried around, their trays loaded with steaming hot entrees, waiting to be consumed by hungry customers. Scully and Robin were glancing over the menus when their waiter appeared with two glasses of red wine. I love this place, Robin commented. I'm going to order my usual, the lasagna. I can't decide between the fettuccine Alfredo or the chicken scampi, Scully admitted to her friend. She ended up getting the chicken scampi and was satisfied with her choice. They rehashed some of the more interesting parts of the conference and discussed some of what they had to accomplish next week. There was a timeline that had to be followed to keep on schedule with the project enhancement of cancer registries. It was halfway into the main course when Scully saw him. Mulder. He was accompanied by Agent Fowley, and they looked pretty cozy at the small table. He looked the same. Scully wondered if she should go over and say something. It'd be rude not to, and sooner or later Mulder would recognize her. I'll be right back. Scully offered no other explanation to her friend and quickly left the table before she lost her nerve. Scully, Mulder began, what are you doing here? He was a little flustered, not believing she was actually standing right in front of him. I'm in town for a conference, she stated. I just saw the, the two of you, here. How's Atlanta, Diana interrupted. Fine, good. Scully could feel Mulder's eyes on her. She felt uncomfortable and seemed to fumble over her words with the two of them in front of her. If it was just Mulder, maybe the conversation would come easier. Maybe not. That's good, Diana replied. It was nice of you to stop by our table. Scully got the hint. Well, my food's getting cold. She glanced at Mulder one last time before letting them enjoy their coffee. Friend of yours? Robin asked when Scully rejoined her. Yes, she nodded. Well, it's nice they were here so you could visit. Scully tried to manage a smile. During dinner, Scully tried not to look their way, except for surreptitious glances towards Mulder. She was trying to pretend it didn't bother her that he and Fowley were here together. Any minute, Scully expected him to come over and ask to speak to her in private. If Robin noticed she was on edge, she never said a word. After they indulged in tiramisu and cappuccino, Scully was headed to the restroom when Mulder found her. He wanted to speak to her outside for a moment. She followed him out to the patio. There were two small tables, each flanked by four chairs, occupied by couples enjoying a drink before their meal. The trees were adorned with small white lights, and the same music was pumped through the outside speakers. How are you? Mulder asked when they found a private corner to talk. Fine, just like I said. She crossed her arms in front of her, defensively. You look nice. Mulder knows she was dressed differently than he last saw her, or maybe it was because she was enjoying an evening out. Thanks, she mumbled. So, the two of you are still working on the X-Files? Yeah, things are pretty much the same, Mulder told her. How long are you going to be here? Maybe we could... 
I've got a flight back to Atlanta tomorrow evening. Oh, I understand, he muttered. Mulder watched the light breeze play with her hair. She moved it behind her ear, but the wind still had its way with a few loose strands. Mulder closed the distance between them and enfolded her in his arms. It felt good to hold her again. I miss you, he whispered. We made a good team. Scully closed her eyes, listening to his soft-spoken words. She missed him, too. The last time she was this close to him was their last and only night together. I've got to get back. Robin will wonder what happened to me. Scully pulled away from him. Right. Mulder caressed her cheek gently before moving back. Fox? Diana called. Mulder turned around to see her coming around the corner. Are you ready? She touched his hand. Let's go home. Goodbye, he said softly in Scully's direction. Scully remained outside for a few moments, watching them drive off before heading back inside. Scully's apartment, Atlanta, Georgia. Scully wondered if she should have seen Mulder before leaving the D.C. area. A half hour for lunch or just a cup of coffee to catch up on the past six months. She probably would have done just that if Fally had not been with him, or if she hadn't made it abundantly clear that she and Mulder were together. Our table. Let's go home. Scully wondered how long their affair had been going on. Did it start after she left the FBI? Before? She didn't want to think that Mulder could be with Fally one night and the next night make love to her. It was so hard to imagine them together. Scully didn't trust her and wished she worked harder to convince Mulder of that before leaving the Bureau. Mulder could get caught up in something he would not be able to handle, professionally and personally. Why couldn't it have been someone else Mulder was in a relationship with? They weren't right for each other. A nice, sweet woman. However, that type wouldn't be able to put up with his dark, brooding demeanor and obsessive need to find the truth. She could. She understood. Scully worried about Mulder so much that she almost forgot. She and Chris were going to dinner tonight. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>